Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How do we do this? I don't know, but I'm trying to remember Sully's voice. <laughs> you need to do like a witch voice or like a, a ghosty voice. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so it just sounds like so spooky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Carla Maxted. She, her, that's me playing Glim, a dragonborn paladin, just a little baby one. Also she, her. <laughs> And Amy Moore. Yep, that's me, she, her, and I will be playing Sullivan Slight, a lightfoot halfling rogue, also just a widow baby, he, him. And Kyle Classic. Hey, hey, he, him, going to be playing Varanox, also he, him. Picking right up where we left. No, we're not doing that. This is a non-canonical, canonical-ish adventure uh, for Halloween spooky fun times because it's the spooky season. So thank you for being here with us. That's right. You're catching us in the middle of uh, the between seasons, the in-betweeny weenies, uh, where we uh, haven't yet started releasing anything from season three, maybe, but we're just having lots of fun while we play games, trying to remember how to play a game. (laughs) <laughs> uh, after the season finale. Uh, where we have all the things going on that remain constant and normal is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where we have a, a continuous show that's going on over there that we haven't stopped. And we have uh, lots of other things like episode dedications, mm-hmm. which you're going to hear right now from the patron who gets their episode dedicated to them. Lord Arakin. Lord Arrakin. Lord Arrakin. Yeah. I know that person. We know that person. You know, just from like Discord and Google right. and stuff. Of Discord fame. Yeah. Yeah. You can join Sweet. us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And then you'll you know just come on over to the Discord too and, and Lord Arrakin's there. Which Yeah. What more do you need? Little insider tip, you can come to the Discord even if you're not on Patreon, because we love you still. For free. That's right. Come join us. It's really fun. Join us. One, of, there now. one of us. Google gobble. Google gobble. And now, fuck it, let's play. Uh, there's the creaking sound of a carriage. It's uh, winding down this long pathway. As the single horse pulls you along, you're inside, the the four of you, 
Glim, Sully, Varnox, and Hillop. What? A very pregnant pause. <laughs> well, Amy started busting again. I was like, I haven't said oh. anything funny yet. No, but if you listen back to that string sentence that you did, it was nonsensical. <laughs> yeah, but I move it around so that it makes sense. Well, I followed it entirely, like, so I don't I know what, what that he was says. saying. Yeah, because yeah. we're married. Oh, but perfect. like I was imagining it written down going <laughs> No, who writes things down? I'm sorry. You didn't have to I my laughter was silent. I would just like that. It was. Be, I didn't even know you were laughing. Yeah. That my no, laughter I've, was I've silent. kept back in a real laugh so that it makes it make more sense <laughs> now why you sound someone from like an episode. you're losing your mind. Yeah. Uh one day you'll just come in and I will just say, you know, just draw give me a laugh. I need it. And then you'll be you'll laugh and it won't make any sense. No, because you said give me a laugh, I need it, and I would do something hilarious to try to make you laugh thinking you were having a bad day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That does, that yes, would Aaron. make more sense. So than if someone said down I the need path. a laugh yes, yeah. and you just started laughing. Yeah. That would be a crazy <laughs> thing to what's... do. Yeah. That is the that is the real uh, nightmare of oh. this Halloween thing that we're going to be doing here. Uh, so you're you're in a carriage. I think is where we got <laughs> yes. to uh, the four of you: Glim, Sully, Hillop, and Varanox. And you uh, have been spending some time in this carriage on the way to Crorn Manor. Of course, Count Eunice A. Crorn has invited you to his annual Grand Hallows' Eve Gala, one of the uh, most sought-after invitations in the entire realm. And uh, the four of you uh, find yourselves uh, in each other's company, waiting to arrive. It's so very nice that you've invited me along. I know Hillop, he had that big emergency of the sudden outbreak of mashed potato avalanche uh, as a nearby all-you-can-eat buffet, which created that big potato mountain emergency, and he was the only buffet reviewer who could stop it. Right, so do you did you misspeak and you meant moot, or are you now speaking in the third person because you thought your, um, like, sort of just general personality wasn't quite enough? So you, you know what though? You'd add in a fun thing where you. It is enough though. Yeah. Let's not yeah, encourage. Yeah. It's yeah. enough. I it's can't enough. exactly remember what I said, uh, but oh. I'm pretty but mood, sure. Yeah, avalanche. it meant. Yes. Uh, thank it you for inviting moot. me, Hill up in place of Moot, mm. uh, yes. who was called away sense. to the potato emergency. Yes. Yeah, and how he was so excited. Big I don't know if I've ever seen him smile so much. Uh, Mr. Mr. Varnox, have you ever experienced such a potato emergency? I have not, but there was one time we experienced a shortage of supplies at work, and, well, it caused quite a backup in the system, and processing is a messy business where I come from. Oh, and what is it you're in the business of? Well, uh, you know, let's see. I don't know, that's why I asked. Well, I'm in the business of moving people from point A to point B. Logistics in a way, and making sure oh, that... transportation. Trans- yeah, Transporter. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But it's really Transport. difficult when somebody needs to be transported in different parcels. Mm. That is uh, intriguing. I sound dominus. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, I don't like to talk about work at... Uh, at, at 
fun events, but you know, if you're yes, gonna ask, no. then I'll, I'll I'll go into the the dirty details uh, if you really want to know, especially on a night like tonight. Oh, it is a very spooky night, isn't it? It's very spooky. It. It's very spooky, and I have to say, quite an inspired decision to hold uh, the Grand Hallows Eve Gala in the haunted forest. I mean, yes, it's yes. I mean, it's perfect. It's the perfect location. It's like they've done it one or two times before. Perhaps yeah. they ho- they held it at uh, the local uh, play place, and that was not spooky enough. Not quite spooky enough, yeah. especially there's some things I'm particularly looking forward to. I don't know about you all, but um. Costume contest, obviously. Well, yeah. What are you wearing right now? I'm obviously, really. You can't. I'm. I'm beefy stew. <gasps> oh my gosh! I was like, you're so familiar. Beefy stew. I'm okay. Sorry. And, yeah. and and Hillip, what are you? I'm glim. Oh. Oh, yeah, I see. see with the, I have I painted the, myself in sparkles from head to toe, and yeah, I'm wearing I mean, just sort of uh, yeah. Well, it's just a uh, dragonborn uh, face, which y- I'm not entirely yeah, yeah, comfortable yeah. I with. I am wearing the toga too that you often wear, uh, mm-hmm. of course. We're Glim, well known for togas, uh, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, th- these uh, cupid uh, wings. Uh, they didn't have a tail, so I went with the wings of a dragon instead of the tail hmm. of a dragon. I thought that was close. Uh, sorry, so sorry. If no, it's, I mean imitation, yeah. sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. It's um, it's really nice, Sully. What are your? Oh well, well. Remember a while ago when I was like really into those mushrooms, mm-hmm. and then I had like that evil twin thing that just kind of popped out of my body. I'll never forget. Okay. Uh, well, uh, that's why I just like pinned a bunch of mushrooms on myself, and now I am my twin. You know, it's like, you know, it's a concept costume. You know, you know. That's what they mean when they say that. If you know, you know. And it is, it's very good. And um, Mr. Varnox, what, um, explain. You look fantastic. Ah, thank you very much. Uh, Is my take on uh, on Loth, the uh, drow goddess. Uh, If it was more of a, a dragon drow instead of a spider, but uh, still with all the, the legs. So I guess uh, dracona- uh, Dracarachnid is what I, I would coin it as. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's very good. Yes. That's if there cool. is a, a section of the costume contest for best name of costume, mm. that would probably win. I'll, I'll have Dracnid? to It's great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I kind of just it kind of just came to me, but I have a feeling all of these extra arms are going to be sorry about cramping the space with no, these it's, things. It's fine. Uh, yeah. It's okay. It, it's yeah. a spooky cold night, so honestly, I was sort of just draping one as like their coats. Oh, good. I did have most of it actually made from silk um, from the spiders of the underworld and whatnot. But um but yes, it should be very comfortable, keep you warm if you need it. Uh Hopefully I can make it through the night without sweating my scales off. Oh, maybe they have cool drinks uh, as part of the gourmet feast of ghoulish delicacies. Oh, God. Milt would not stop talking about missing that gourmet feast. Like, he knows he's in a pile of potatoes right now, but I mean... He's living the dream. And I open my... my (laughs) Trench coat? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And And I just have, like, Tupperware... Lining the inside, 
I'm gonna do him a favor. He doesn't know, that, and don't tell him it was me, because he's gonna assume it was you. That's so thoughtful. I was just going to ask, do we tell him it's terrible, even if it's great? Like, what's our strategy? But you, that's the best strategy. We'll let him decide. He's going to, he's gonna love that. He gets the mashed potato mountain and the leftovers. You're a really good friend. Lucky. Don't tell anybody. Lucky. I, I I will say, like, as much as I like fireworks, I'm afraid to go around them because, again, silk, very flammable. Mm. Oh, um, yes. 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 Um, so I'll need to be careful there. Just don't punch a donkey and Glim will be fine. She won't light you up <laughs> like a candle. Don't listen to him. He's just. I'll, he's just I tell you silly. what, I'll take your word for it. That sounded like there was a story behind it. and There's a bit of a yeah. story. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Maybe on the way home later, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, about hopefully, it. I'll be in a state to remember it once I wake up tomorrow. <laughs> yes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As you approach Crorn Manor, you can't help but notice its eerie charm. The mansion stands tall and imposing as you look at it in the silhouette of the large moon in front of you, like a vampire trying to impress its guests with its dark charisma. Its gothic architecture, complete with looming spires that seem to defy gravity, gives it this unmistakable aura of spooktacular grandeur. The front gates begin to swing open, adorned with wrought iron bats instead of traditional spikes. They creak with an exaggerated groan, and the pathway leading up to the entrance is lined with comically oversized jack-o'-lanterns, their grinning faces illuminating the way with a mischievous wink. Uh, When I used to be uh, a gatist, um... (laughs) I just inside scoop. You gotta pay extra if you wanted to squeak all uh, creepy like that. There's an upcharge. Oh, oh, that's fun to know. I like these uh, jack o' lanterns and sort of the um, they're they're a little bit more whimsical than um, kind of straight terrifying, like almost everything else. So that's a nice balance, I think. It's nice. It's a little playful, isn't it? Yes, playful, exactly. Mm. You pull up and you see two stone gargoyles perched on either side of the grand entrance await you. And the front door is tall and imposing. It's painted in this ominous shade of black. But as you take the first few steps up, you see a brass knocker in the shape of a friendly ghost. Because nothing says welcome like a specter. Um, do you... Hilla? Farnox, do you want to... Do the honors, or... Oh. Yeah, it's kind of rude. It's really up there. Like, I understand the door's big and all, but, like, I would have to get on top of Glim's shoulders to reach that, so... I mean, I certainly can, sure. Go up and I use the knocker. Uh, You uh, hit the knocker and it's boo, boo, boo. (laughs) Oh. I didn't think I did a bad job, Oh, I do like that. Okay. (laughs) 
And as you do that, the two gargoyles turn towards you, and one says, Hey there, traveler. Oh, Jesus! Hey. Did you hear about the vampire who opened a blood bank? No. 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 The other one quickly says, He wanted to make a positive difference in the community. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. What do you call a mummy's favorite type of music? Oh, oh, I think I can guess this one. Is it rap music? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 it is. Rap, well, rap. Good job, you got music, of course. That was very good. I mean, it really gets them groovy in their bandages. These guys, they steal the punchline of the jokes. Oh, I'm so sorry. The door groans open, and you, there... You gotta, you gotta ask for that, too, as an upcharge. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And you hear from inside, as the doors swing open, uh, a bustle of... Uh, laughter and chatter and uh, footsteps that all move beyond and there is immediately that catches your eye in this well-illuminated foyer a dramatic chandelier that's suspended from the ceiling it would uh, make the phantom of the opera jealous it's adorned with countless cobwebs giving it the appearance of a luxurious spider's nest a brass plaque proudly declares it the winner of Most Haunted Lighting Fixture Award. Mm, very competitive this year, I heard. And suddenly in front of you, a spectral butler appears. He says, Welcome, dear guests, to Cron Manor. I hope you're deady for a good time. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> A lot more pun-based humor at this spooky party than I would have than I would have anticipated, and I like it. It's comforting. Yeah. Uh, he gives a sly smirk, and then he vanishes in a puff of ectoplasmic smoke, leaving behind a trail of ghostly laughter. <laughs> I like him. He's funny. Oh, he is fun. I hope I hope we see him again later. Was, was that supposed to be Mr. Mortimer? I he didn't take my coat. I, I assumed the butler would be. Oh, yeah, you're right. F it, and he just drape it over a nearby, a nearby chair. Yeah, there's probably a bedroom somewhere with a bunch just laid out on the bed, but a banister's probably fine, right? Just remember where you put it, though. That's true. I'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see about that one. As you enter and you drape uh, your your jacket onto a chair, a coat rack in the corner seems to have come to life on its own. Its hooks swaying as they're doing some sort of dance to the music in the background. Um, it moves over and it like extends one of its arms and it picks up your jacket and moves back to the corner. No. I think you offended it. I wonder. Good thing we were paying attention, otherwise you could have remembered and you would not be getting that back. It's true. Now I know where it is, and if there's any missing coats, I know what coat rack to go after. The door closes shut behind you, and you are looking around. You see people in all types of costumes. There's some mummies, werewolves. Uh, maybe they're in costumes, maybe they aren't. Um, and you take a few more steps in as you uh, round the corner and you see a, uh, a dining room area. The spectral butler peers in front of you again and says, Sorry, invitations, please. 
Oh, oh, oh. It's, yeah. I got um, it. Galinda, I give mine right. to you because I feel like all my pockets yeah, think, are just. Hold on, sorry. It's not my normal because the costume, I'm not. I had to transfer everything from my normal. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I got to run you. back to my coat real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He looks at them and says, Ah, yes, the Destiny's Children and uh, Varnox. Uh, uh, Count Eunice A. Krorn was called uh, earlier today, but will be arriving shortly. Uh, he wished me to tell you that he is uh, looking forward to greeting all of you. Oh, uh, well, that's nice. Yeah, it, ditto. Did, did he end up at the mashed potato thing? Because... Never mind. Never mind. Yes. Yes? Yes, it was mashed okay. potatoes. Hmm. The spine-chilling haunted mansion tour will begin hmm. shortly. Please find yourself some refreshments, and we will begin. Disappears in front of you again. Wow. Do you think he's giving the tour? Because I like him. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that'd be really fun. great. I, I believe you could deliver it, yeah. Refreshments. Um, drinks, oh, yeah, there's a drinks. Table, refreshments. Yeah, table yeah. right over there. You think they got something alcoholic? Almost certainly. Oh, looks like they've got a bin of eyeballs. Ooh. One of the oh, classics. That is so good. And upon entering the dining room, the ambience shifts dramatically. A long, antique dining table is covered in cobwebs and dust, but the centerpiece is a stuffed raven wearing a monocle and top hat. A macabre nod to fine dining, if you will. Uh, candles flicker with ghostly flame, casting eerie shadows that dance in this comedic, ghostly waltz along the walls. And the room is silent as a tomb until you hear just this off-key tune on the piano begin playing, and as you look over, there's this invisible hand that's slowly plunking away at the keys. How, we, how do we know it's a hand? It's invisible. Mm. We know it's invisible, but it's, it's, it's choosing to show us that it's invisible. It's wearing a glove. Oh. It's, it's wearing a glove. <laughs> yeah, it's a white yes, glove. Yes. Yes, yes. That's exactly what I picture. How else would they know that there is somebody uh, in a ghostly form uh, doing that's, the piano? That's right. Yes, oh, yes. I mean, I guess since we can only see the hand, do we assume this is a full ghost I was just nude say that. except for the glove or Ooh, oh, just a ghost is, hand? That is a good question. I wonder what ghost do they choose which... Uh, you said you're in the business of moving people. Have you ever dealt with nude ghosts, Mr. Farnox? All the time. Like, people oh, think, wow. like, ghosts down there, no, they don't have clothes. They don't come down with clothes. But ghosts who don't mm. have, who have business up top, sometimes they'll show up with clothes. Really, most of them do because they're still self-conscious about some of the work they have oh, left yeah. to do. Um, it's, mm. it's a little complicated, but honestly, the job goes easier if you just kind of, like, shed the earthly or the material right. clothing and kind of just get down to the brass yeah. tacks of things. Um, honestly, it's something that I think mm. the living should get on board with, but you know. Seems freeing. Society's gotta be society. Yeah, shedding, shedding material, cares right. of the material plane, that sounds really quite Guys, profound. That's what Vinox we offer. seems like he's here to get down. I feel like we're gonna go streaking later. Yeah, more than oh. likely. 
Okay, okay, I like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if y'all ever want to come down and free yourselves of your material burdens, then I can certainly help you out with that. You see, keep saying down. Now, do you, you must work like in the basement of a building? Or down or south. Or sort of like a sub. Down yeah, south. That yeah. makes actually the, the a lot deep more south. sense. Yeah. Down south. Well, uh, so it's a close. It gives new meaning to touch by an angel, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, you go over to, uh, there's a small bar with a single steward behind it, and uh, he says, what can I get you? The specials this evening are the bloody eyeball punch, uh, the witch's brew, uh, a vampire's kiss, the zombie punch, and the ghostly white Russian. Ooh. Hmm. Okay, wow. I know we had a lot of puns and like jokey kind of things lately, but if I order the zombie punch, is someone just gonna pop up and give me like a sucker punch me in the face? Oh, if no, that is not on the menu. No, the zombie punch is a delicious uh, apricot, lime, and pineapple mixture. Hmm. What's a punchy pot? Uh, Those are just juices. The alcohol, uh, probably. The, the rum. The oh, light yeah. rum and right. the dark rum. But the flavors that really bring out are the are the punches. I'll take one of those. All right. I'm going to go on my cram kick and get that white Russian, that ghostly white Russian. Oh, but of course. love a white Russian, but I just can't I just can't have that dairy, I don't think so. Yeah, no uh, glim. Could you tell me? Don't do that dairy. Don't no, do that dairy. No, I regret glim. it. There is, it I is a small carriage on the way home. Just, I appreciate yeah. you thinking about yeah. it like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, could you say what's in the witch's brew? Because oh. I'm beefy stew and like beefy stew, drinking a witch's brew. Yeah. That's, I like that that's little rhyme. rhyme. Yes. I think that's fun. Witch's brew. Yeah. The witch's brew is the finest melon liqueur, uh, black mm. vodka, lemonade, lemon lime soda, and gummy worms. Ooh. Oh, I mean, that, yes, please. That sounds delicious. That will uh, be just a moment, and he begins shaking up all of your drinks. The witch's brew is served in a cauldron-like punch bowl for you. Uh, the zombie punch in this uh, tall, uh, tall short glass. Nope. <laughs> Short, tall glass. Short, tall glass. Uh, no, it's served in a lovely glass and has um, uh, slices of oranges and cherries throughout it, giving mm. a bit of a pulpy mixture to it. Uh, the ghostly white Russian, it's uh, uh, a very classic in its presentation, but it's topped with a heavy cream to create a, dr- a subtle ghostly effect throughout. This might be the fanciest party we've ever... Am I wrong? Sully, this is the fanciest party we've ever been to, right? I'm surprised we're allowed in here. They paid extra for all the door sounds. There's these incredible drinks. There's going to be fireworks, a ghost butler, egg... I'm excited for the haunted tour. Yeah. Me too. I guess, is it almost time, do you think? You hear the jingle of a bell from the foyer, and you, uh, people begin to mill that direction. You hear the voice of uh, Mr. Mortimer as he says, The uh, spine-chilling haunted mansion tour shall begin right now. Can we bring our drinks? Please do. Oh, nice. I'll be right back. I'm getting two. <laughs> Vinox is over there just double fisting it like it's gonna be a night I've already knocked out one so now I've got this is two and three in, in hand <laughs> uh, you join everybody and it's a uh, 
you didn't see exactly how many people were in this party, but there's a group of like 25 to 30 people who have uh, amassed from different areas of this mansion and have come for this ghostly tour. This is everybody keep your arms and legs inside the vehicles at all times for fear of losing them. Vehicle? Always oh, you being like cute? Yeah. He turns slowly and begins uh, moving down the hallway. And as you venture down these dimly lit hallways, paintings of stern looking ancestors follow your every move with disapproving glares. It's like, it's like they're looking at you, right? Your eyes follow you. They don't like what they see. It is. Yeah, I'm used to sort of being looked at with love and adoration from my family. It would be really hard to grow up here with these sort of mean faces looking at you all the time. Well, you turned this into a really emotional moment. Yeah. Well, I have had half of a witch's brew, so. Oh, she's partying. You stop in front of one of the portraits. And Mr. Mortimer ushers a hand and says, This is the portrait of Lady Isolde Crorn, a long-deceased member of the Crorn family, said to come to life when the moon is full. Her enchanting beauty masks a malevolent spirit that seeks revenge for a centuries-old betrayal. Those who gaze upon her portrait during the full moon are said to be drawn into a sinister trance, unable to escape her vengeful wrath. Whoa. Just just a quick question. Um, just off the top of your head, do you know sort of the moon phase specifically this evening? All I can say is be careful where your gaze lands. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Oh, God. I so want to look. I know. All I want to... I hear she's such a babe. I want to look, but I can't. Right? <laughs> I mean, most of the time, these eyes are just people behind the walls looking at you. Oh. You know, so you could probably look. It'll be fine. It's one of those... Oh, I guess the, this one would be a, a crorny trick. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're really embracing well, the pun theme of the evening. That's very good. Yeah. He'll look at it. It seems I, to I, be... I go- I'm going to look. I mean, I, I am looking right now. Look at me look. I'm looking. See, he's looking. I'm going to look too. And you see Hillop, he puts his head down and his eyes up. So I'm looking so very good. I, I can see her with my own eyeballs. Not a reflection in my shoes. Everybody make an investigation roll as you carry on. Oh boy. Fuck, why am I myself? 15. Uh, that's a five. I have had half a witch's brew, am I right? Uh, three. <laughs> three, okay. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, de- the two of you are definitely not looking at the portrait. No, not uh, at all. No, Mar- definitely Nox, not. But sometimes the dice know, uh, and they just tell the <laughs> yeah, story right. for us. Uh, you see that this portrait, Varanox, is on a hinge. Uh, the left side appears, and it appears to be pulled slightly away from the wall. And, uh, there appears to be like a piece of parchment or some sort of signage that's, you can't quite see what, make out what it says at the, at your current, um, position, but there's a little sign or something like behind this, uh, portrait of Lady Isolde Crone. 
my, the, the, the woodworking on this frame is, is marvelous looking. I'm going to go up and inspect it while I actually look at the sure. thing. Sure, yeah, you uh, managed to uh, jimmy it just enough so that you can see that there is a uh, sign that says, uh, Shortcut to the Kitchen. And in parentheses, it says, beware of friendly spiders. Hmm. Yes, good, good work. And I go back to the group and I'm like, hey, there's a secret passageway behind that picture. There's a secret pet. It goes to the kitchen. And you know what? There's a spider in there. Okay. Oh, I love. It's a friendly spider, though. Oh. How do you know this? I I, I, I acted like I was interested in the uh, in the yes. frame. God awful work. Absolutely trash. I don't know how much they paid for it, but you could have gotten better uh, in Blackpool. Anyway, um, that's me. I did the woodworking in most of Blackpool. But anyway, um, yeah, if we ever need to like book it from one place to the kitchen, this is that place. Do we Perfect. Do we go Thank right you. now? I don't know if I feel comfortable like walking off like uh, apart from the group. I've now been spending too much time with Glim. Because those words didn't come out of my mouth. That wasn't me. That was Glim speaking through me. Um, yeah. But more importantly, is she hot? Yeah, the image, like, is old. Is she really beautiful? Or is because she old? I wanted to- like, I thought she was going to because her name is is old. Like, damn, that bitch is old. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of ways you could say that sentence grammatically. That is true. Uh, yeah, it's both Varnox and I look straight at her, so we oh, know. Oh, that's right, Hillop. You looked exactly as well. that she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a hot older lady. Yeah, yeah. Right. Those two aren't mutually. No, absolutely not. Gorgeous and older. That's right. Yeah. Right, Varnox. Right. That's what you saw too, right? Yep. Gave me some Meryl Streep energy. Oh, oh see. Yeah, that's what I was going right. to say. Yep. No. Yep. 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 Okay. You turn and you see the group rounding a corner uh, a little ways down the hallway and you uh, move to catch up, uh, I assume. Mm. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. and, and as you turn, you kind of bump into the group who stopped and uh, you can hear from up ahead uh, Mr. Mortimer, who's telling another tale of, uh, of the uh, Crom Manor. And he says, uh, the walls of Crom Manor have ears. And he kind of moves through the crowd for you or so the locals say visitors claim to hear faint whispers and eerie laughter emanating from the mansion's walls as if the very stones are privy to the darkest secrets of the manor's past some believe that the souls of the departed family members are trapped within the walls forever reliving their tragic tales Mm. so you so you would recommend be wearing the ears of Krorn? Watch out, watch out for those ears of Krorn. <laughs> he looks at you oh. disapprovingly. <laughs> As does every portrait in here. How are they? All right, that's, that's number three. How are the ghostly <laughs> white Russians, Sir Varnox? Oh. Uh, it's getting spooky. <laughs> good, good. It's getting real spooky over here. Uh, you, he turns and begins to move back through the crowd to uh, all turn and look at you and just kind of shake their heads. Like one, of, <laughs> what, There's one of them in there that, that points at you and winks. He's like, 
gives you a good one <laughs> from the front of the group. Uh, but everybody's uh, you're you're taking us out of the out of the mood. Oh, they're a little stuffy in here. A little stuffy. Mm. A little stuffy. Okay. All right. All right. Vibe. Vibe taken. Gotcha. You make your way down to the back of the manor, and it opens into this majestic garden. You step down into it, and you're greeted by a row of zombie garden gnomes that begin doing a dance. Roses begin to bloom in shades of red, black, and occasional polka dot, and a tree in the corner is adorned with floating lanterns that giggle as you see a few of them reaching up trying to catch them. You see all around statues of mythical creatures that are frozen mid-sneeze and a friendly werewolf that is tending to the petunias. Glim, look over there. <laughs> I see what? some shrubbery that's that's uh, that twerking. <laughs> oh. uh, you, I knew if we got further into the garden that's when the sexy dancing would start. They're just slightly out of view. Glenn's <laughs> like four sips away from her sexy dancing. Watch out. <laughs> I've seen it once before. When I get a whole witch's brew in, oh, look out. It's as if you'll uh, enjoy the dance and then join me back inside. Mr. Mortimer begins to uh, re-enter the place. A few people follow him, but others stand and mill about in the garden space. I'll dance along. Yeah, I was going to say, should we join in? Yeah. Pause for uh, dance <laughs> flash mob uh, from everybody. Yeah. Somehow we know all the moves. Point. You step back inside, and uh, as if from nowhere, you see the bartender standing behind another bar, and he calls to you as you enter and says, uh, a, a refill. Oh, yes. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, heck yeah. And one from my friend who's still outside. <laughs> So I am coming. I'm com- I'm coming. I'm just going to. I'm just. Oh, oh. <laughs> there's another one. A, a, a oh. different friend. A I think he meant a different friend. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he meant me. That's you. We were f- yes, no, you. I yeah. don't think you, uh, you're not drinking white Russians, though. No, I'm not drinking white Russians. But his Russians. other friend is. His other friend needs a. Definitely. A, a, our our other friend that we all know mm. and are waiting for will need another. We are winking at him so white hard. Russian. Yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. So, so white Russians? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, He serves you all your drinks and gets you your extra white Russian for your friend. (laughs) Sucker. And the the tour continues as you uh, pass uh, a large grand staircase it goes up a floor and then there's a a small spiral staircase that goes down uh mr mortimer says the kitchen is downstairs and upstairs we will not be venturing today that is uh the count's private uh, quarters if anybody requires the lavatory that is up on the right he begins to move down the stairs towards the kitchen all right Get on down to that kitchen, see if we can find the other find side the other of that. End of I was that passage. Passage. Yeah, exactly. But also, mm-hmm. I still want to go yeah. upstairs in the count's rooms and like look around. Oh, obviously, me too. 
I mean, I have a whole yeah, other drink, so like, let's see where the night takes us. Should right? we stick with the group first, and then yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. going to be time to like mingle and stuff, or we can totally. kind of sneak off. Yeah, so we're going down to the kitchen. Yes, likely. Yeah. Or, oh, I mean, Mortimer is pretty occupied right now yes, he is. with the tour, and may not be later. So maybe now mm. is the time. Or maybe we sneak upstairs and then we take the shortcut down to the kitchens like we were there the whole time. But do we want to give away that we know the secret? Oh, is that a Because then the scarees become the scarers. Touche, sir. These drinks are real strong. I, I have no idea yeah. where I am in this house anymore. It's a winding, winding labyrinth. Yeah, it's huge. Hallways and doorways, is it not? It is. Yes. It's true. Speaking of winding, these stairs look pretty winding. Y'all be careful. You know, the, the first one's usually a doozy, especially when we're in our states. Yes. So down, I kind of, okay, I know. Sully, I know. I kind of want to stay on the tour. Because I doubt you would. I, yeah, of course I do. Well, I mean, what if we miss something important? If the group important? doesn't. Again, I'm spending too much time with you. What if we miss you something are. important? You, you didn't immediately try to instigate trouble, so I'm being a really positive influence I'm on really you. Disappointing myself today. All right, let's catch up. You have lost track of the main group, and you begin making your way down the stairs. Um, you hear chatter. It sounds like Mr. Mortimer has begun his uh, his conversation of whatever eerie things have happened next. Uh, and you round the corner and into the kitchen. And in there, uh, thinking you followed the group, you don't see anybody, but you find pots and pans stacked in an impossibly high tower. Uh, it looks like they're threatening to topple over at any moment. Um, the refrigerator door uh, is kind of cracked open, and there's this chilly breeze with an otherworldly realm that is filling the room and... Uh, just beyond it, you see floating heads of lettuce and eggs as you uh, uh, make your way around this space. You hear the mumbled conver- you hear the mumbled conversation of Mr. Mortimer, but you can't exactly place where it's coming from. Are they in the refrigerator? I, that's what I was going to ask. You see the like lettuce floating, mm-hmm. and that's mm. not like an Arctic breeze. Also- Weird that the the kitchen would be part of the tour. I don't mean to judge, like sort of the event planning, but it's sort of strange, isn't it? I'm glad you said that. I like. I mean, yeah. it doesn't look like it's ready for for guests, especially when wow. everything else was so like done up, and this just seems like a big old pile of pots. Maybe it's a sign of trust, letting you see where your food came from. Oh yes, I hadn't I hadn't thought about that. That's. That's nice. You suddenly hear just a, a, a quiet uh, sob. And you turn and you now hear uh, the chopping sound. And you see a ghostly chef who's dicing onions and tears of ectoplasm are just streaming down his face. Oh, oh, good onions will get you, won't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they will. Yeah. yeah. Even even once you're a ghost, hey, yeah. that mm-hmm. that doesn't go away. No. That seems kind of mm-hmm. kind of rude. It really just gets it in does there. Seem. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, I di- I died in the kitchen, so uh, maybe it's because I this is where I, uh, the last thing I felt was pain. How did you die? Well, it seems like a personal question. I I fell on a blade. Oh, that that blade slipped on a wet puddle. Oh, watch, wet floor. Oh, thank you. 
Wait, and you're supposed to report any like slips or trips mm-hmm. or near misses. Uh-huh. There's probably a, somewhere like a clipboard. You need to fill out sort of an incident report. Oh, for that... my death? No, I filled it out a long time ago. I've, oh, yeah, great. no, oh. I've just been yeah. carrying on, uh, chopping the onions for everything, and uh, uh, and just making sure that everybody gets fed. You are doing a bang up job, Thank though, you. man. Thank. Mm-hmm. Are you? You seem more emotional than I typically feel just from the onion chopping. That sort of straight tears, not a lot of like. <laughs> Are you everything else okay? Oh, just a lot on my shoulders right now. Oh, are you alone making all of this? All food? of the food. Oh my oh, goodness! Yeah. Well, that's and now uh, entertaining v- visitors on a tour. Well, they passed through a moment ago. Or was it three? Uh, it's been some time. Uh, uh, they they keep me in this temporal vortex so I can create the food faster. Oh, well, that doesn't really seem right, does well, also, it? Well, also, now, how long have we been in here? Mm, you should be oh. able to catch them. Wh- in what? Which way? Yeah. They did take a look in the fridge, but didn't go in there. They went through the side door over there, and you look back, and there's... Uh, the saloon-style door that you can't quite remember if it was there before. It's just through there. Well, thanks. What's your oh, name? Okay. Is your, is your last name Crorn? Of course it is. Everybody's named Crorn. Oh, you're also a... Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Benjamin Frederick Benjamin. Crorn. 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 <laughs> it's got the juice. <laughs> it's got the juice. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> It's corn. Uh, yeah, that's immediately when I read the name. I was just like, oh, good. Here we go. <laughs> I'm thinking up the parody lyrics already. Well, hey, Binge, Binge, where's where's the uh, secret door opening in the room? You would know. The secret door opening? Yeah, the one with spiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks kind of left and right and lifts Lifts his lifts his nose up to a up to a um, a cutting board up on a high shelf. It's a large cutting board. Says, mm-hmm. You didn't hear it from me. Uh, I don't hear, hear what. Yeah, hear what? No, exactly. Just the sound of onions chopping and tears flowing. Mm. Well, this has been well, depressing. It has been. Um, well, it can't all be fun and laughs at the Haunted Mansion tour. I like, do we, you need us to free you from this torture? Or I feel bad just walking away now while you're sort of in this state. No, no, I think I'll be okay. I mean, if you get okay. bored later, come and we can see see if I have some unfinished business maybe. But Oh, oh, you get it? Cutting board. Gotcha. Yeah. This guy. Ah, I don't know what you're talking about. Wink, wink. Oh, it's so oozy. That's kind of gross, but you keep at it. I keep it out of the sauce. Good. That's the important part. Everything's above board. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Oh, Oh, above board. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, my gosh. See see what you're doing. So, So this way, then? Through the saloon doors. All right. Well, see you later, Ben. See you later, nameless adventurers. <laughs> As you sw- walk through the uh, saloon doors, it's very dark in this next area. And as they swing shut behind you, uh, it's almost as if this 
this magical darkness has en- enveloped you. You can hear Mr. Mortimer eh, eh, to the left and then to the right, and it's as if his voice is bouncing around and you're, you're picking up bits of, uh, uh, of tales from Crorn Manor. Uh, you hear the start of one every century on the night of the blood moon, a curse befalls Crorn Manor. The once genteel inhabitants transform into monstrous creatures thirsting for the blood of intruders. And then from another side you hear, but the mournful music sends shivers down the spines of those who dare to stay at the manor. And then all goes completely silent. I guess we missed the the, the scary stories. Yeah, the context is, is totally lost on me. I'm not yeah, entirely sure what's happening. Yeah. And after the whole, like, depressing kitchen scene, I feel like we've sort of lost a little yeah. of the momentum of the... We've been left in the dark on this one. Oh, oh, goodness. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Varnox, you... Are you sure your last name's not Crorn? Because you really mm-hmm. are. Maybe. That twist <laughs> might have to remain until the end, though. No, I'm not a Crorn. <laughs> not that I know of. Oh, God, am I? No, certainly not. Whether it's the several punch bowls full of drinks, everything starts to feel a little... A little woozy and a little off balance. Guys, it's so dark in here. I don't know which way's up. I don't think I drank yeah. much, but I am feeling uh, disorientated. Like, I couldn't tell yeah. you which direction we came in here. Should we just kind of wander in the dark? That seems like a safe thing to do. We think there would be a light from the swingy, swingy doors that we just walked through because we didn't no. go very far, but it is. And then you hear a sound of a body and Hillip's not talking. Uh, I've got matches. I'm maybe just going to use some matches. That's a great idea. Let's just... That's a match sound. It lights for a moment and you see Hillip lying on the ground and there's this uh, black and white checkered tile floor and then it before it even gets far down the match it snuffs out so Hillip's down yeah Hillip are you can we hear breathing I want to nudge him with my foot you can nudge him there's a bit of a groan and okay Uh, and then Sully, your constitution begins to fade, and you feel yourself like I like the the ground is getting closer to you, and you're getting very sleepy. Okay, guys, I'm slowly just lowering myself to the ground. I think I maybe okay, had do one that. or two, just like no, too many, no. perhaps. Can you? I'm just can gonna you, like come this way. I'll pit, just pick no, you up a little fine. bit. Just up, upsies. It seems fine. Okay, I don't love that. Mr. Farnox, how are you feeling? I mean, I feel like you've ha- imbibed the most. You probably uh-huh, have. most definitely. Yeah, and are you feeling I fine? feel a little odd. This mm. darkness is darker than I'm used to. Normally, I don't have a problem with dark at all, but this seems different. Mm. Um, Agreed. I feel the sudden desire just to sit down in place. But, you know, uh, I feel like I could go for a, a good sit, you know. You know, sometimes at a party, you, you you get through parts of it, and then you're like, man, I just need to sit. 
I think I'm going to do that. I mean, I've been there, but I really don't know. Guys, this is... Just we're in a black room. I can't see you. I appreciate that you're telling me what you're doing, but it's not... You're... I don't like it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You hear the sound of Varnok sitting down, and Sully begins to snore, and there's a tiny, like, eh, of hill up in the corner. And you're, you feel woozy, but you haven't lost, you're not experiencing quite the same experience of everybody else around you, Glim. And then there's this, um, there's this swinging door, similar to the, uh, similar to the, the saloon doors that you walked through, and quick footsteps moving towards you. You can't see them. Benjamin, is that you? Are you okay? Do you need a hug from the crying? Are you okay? <laughs> And there's suddenly a blunt force to your head. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Hell yeah. And you go unconscious. All of you drift to sleep or go... Or get knocked on. Or get forced to sleep. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, Halloween at Crorn Manor, Part 1. This episode starred Amy Moore as Sully, Carla Maxted as Glim, with Kyle Classett as Varanox, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Dialogue editing and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Perry Mady, Old School Gamer D, Ongeron Kierson, Kayla Littlejohn, L.A. Branton, Nathaniel Teeter, and Destiny. Join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We're in between seasons, but that doesn't mean the episodes are stopping. We have our monthly Patreon-exclusive podcast available over there right now. Five seasons, all to catch up on. Plus so much more bonus content, a live show in November, and, and hangouts. We hang out a lot. It's it's kind of our thing. So join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Thank you so much for listening. Part two should be out this week. You've got that to look forward to. So you have a great week, and we'll talk again soon. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space Podity. An actual play D&D Spelljammer podcast. In Space Podity, four adventurers visit the worlds and vex the GMs of other actual play shows. Keep listening for a sneak peek and please subscribe so you don't miss the first episodes set in the campaign of the long-running Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Acting Captain's Log. We've crashed our flying birdbath mansion. Long story. The party of groundling adventurers on board is kind and heroic, but untrusting, and is staring at me. It consists of a traumatized minotaur. You, you want to see traumatized? A spooky Asimar child. I'm an adult An now. adult Asimar child, whom I suspect to be enthralled by a hidden power, and the most headstrong elf I have ever met. And that includes Rascalgar, the cataclysmically reckless, from the former Orogenon Zed. Sounds fun. Also, the mansion's kitchens are out of ale. How am I going to function? Space Podity. Find us wherever your podcasts are. <laughs>